0: Here we are. Lawyer talk off the record. I think what we're going to do is spend a lot of time today talking about maybe statutory law, case law. Please no. U.S. Supreme Court law. Please no. Common law. Who's that voice? Who's that? Uh, If you're looking for that, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. So it's almost like a misnomer to call it lawyer talk off the record but on the air. But that's what it is. So we're going with it. We have maybe the most famous Ohio podcaster ever. I agree. So far.
1: Ohio v. The World. Mr. Alex
0: Hastie is in
1: studio today.
2: Thank you, I'm the only Ohio um, history podcaster. Yeah. so You are, aren't you? I believe so, yeah. I do believe so. Um, we started probably two years ago, and I don't think anyone's gotten in yet, so I think we're good. I mean, you're sort of ahead of the curve. Now, I feel
0: almost like I'm inadequate here because he was first. Hey, hey, if you're not subscribed to it, you're
1: nuts. I mean, it is, it's it is an enjoyable program.
2: Um, I've been enjoying what you guys have been doing, especially... I don't want to know how your story ends. I'm only on part three, I think, so... Has, yeah. has four been released yet? No? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay.
1: Tuesday it drops.
2: Each, well, Tuesday each, drop. each
0: Tuesday, yeah. When this comes out, I don't know, but... Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you've been listening to the Blinsky Chronicles. I haven't. They've been good. Let's let's take the constructive criticism right here. On you know,
1: We need what, it because I'm not a big fan if you listen to Alex he's got an intro who's who's the?
2: can I ask who's the gal that says welcome Alex that's uh Leslie James from okay. uh, cd One Hundred One Hundred Two. formerly she actually got a new job and she's a manager for a lot of big bands in, in New York and in uh, and okay. London but new- she was the program director at, at CD1025 for a long time
0: program director New York team, we're not that. oh good.
2: he's got an intro he's yeah. got it all we got nothing yeah Well, I've got a lot of friends in the music business, I guess, locally. That's right. You're a musician, guitar. Yes, I am a guitar player for a local '90s rap band called the Winnie Cooper Project.
0: I remember the Winnie Cooper Project. That's Or project. I remember that. We We still play. We
2: play mostly festivals at this point, but still play four or five shows a year,
0: rocking it out. Yeah, yeah. So the latest one you did, the podcast, that is, um, Michael Fay. Michael Mm Fay. The caning of Michael Fay. Tell us about that a little bit. What's his, how'd you, first of all, how do you come up
2: with these ideas? That one, I don't remember how I came up with it. Um, honestly, when we first started, I, this is my original plan for the podcast. Is I was going to do a podcast about the Ohio presidents, and I was going to get super into it, and I was going to ask all these big-time authors, and I was just going to create you know just something that didn't exist that would stand the test of time, and, and Ohioans or presidential fans like myself could go listen to it. Um, I told my friends about my idea, and they're like, "That is the biggest loser idea." <laughs> you suck. No, yeah, no, thank you. Like, they're like, "You could do that, but you have to do something a lot more fun and get some fans. You can't just burst on the scene with a 14-hour president series out of nowhere." So, <laughs> so they and I, constructive criticism is always good for for the show. Um, they were totally right. So I started coming up with ideas that'd be a little more fun. Our first episode. Uh, It was about the Kent State shooting. Uh, Our second episode was about Prohibition and why that was completely Ohio's fault. So things to make it a little more interesting. The Michael Fay episode we just did was our first live show. That's right,
0: the podcast festival. Yeah,
2: which I think you guys – still smooth. Yeah, they do a really nice job with the recording. I didn't have to bring anything. I just showed up with my guest, and and they Dropbox it to me the next morning.
1: Could the festival people hear the clips – because I know there were some references a couple of times. where you're like, of we'll, the, we'll, yeah, we'll put you're it right. In. I
2: did have to mix in a couple of clips after. Yeah. I think about half the clips we could do. Um, I didn't want to overwhelm like the guys running the board. Yeah. Like yeah. at 34 minutes, I'm gonna, you know. And plus, I didn't know when we were gonna drop him anyways because I that, had a comedian was my guest. That comedian had was had hilarious. Weeks, so. oh dude, he was hilarious. Yeah, just trying yeah. to keep him on task. Yeah. But Michael Fay to answer your question, 30 minutes later, um, he was an 18 year old from Kettering, Ohio. So just outside of Dayton. And he had gone, he had moved away to finish high school in Singapore, a little island nation, city-state off the coast of Malaysia. And he got accused of uh, spray-painting cars, vandalism, which is a huge deal in Singapore. It's a very clean country, no crime. They have the death sentence for drug dealers, like we talk about in the episode. Um, Very little crime there. And, And so he was arrested. And Jared's go case through, didn't end with a death penalty. No, yeah. Jared, Jared would have been <laughs> in trouble in, Singapore, in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah, Jared wouldn't be sitting with us here in Singapore. Um, but it talks about that entire case. Uh, the, you know, the President Clinton gets involved in just all the things, that, little parts of history that people have forgotten about. That was the biggest story in the country and around the world when it happened, and then it just went away. So.
0: It, it was huge. Now, did you call up old Bill?
2: Down there in Arkansas, I didn't. I, I tried uh, to track down Michael Fay. Um, if you can't, be- you know that was the original plan for the episode. is no one's heard from this guy in 20 years. Let's find him. Let's get him on him. the show. Yeah, um, and there was just no way to do it. He.
1: Uh, yeah. How much do we want to share? I don't know. I'm not trying to step on your podcast. No, There's I, so many things I want to If anyone
2: listens to any episode of Ohio Be The World, I'd be happy, yeah, so I don't care okay. if we do it right. But we tried uh, but, to track him down, and we just never could, because he really did go into hiding based on what happened well,
1: with did, this. You said he had some kind of huffing incident right after getting back? He
2: did, right after getting back. Like, he overdosed got, huffing. Yeah, he basically got put in rehab for huffing butane, um, and which I tell the comedian, he's like, oh, yeah, butane's real low level. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's real, that's real trashy it's like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's like, it's like, well, I mean, huffing was a thing in the yeah. Movies. Oh yeah, I remember that. I don't I remember. remember, remember. Like, I don't. I guess my friends didn't really do it. We did a lot of stuff, but we didn't do the huffing. Was I, not I, I, I
3: never did any of the huffing. I was with a friend though. and We were at a gas station. Some old ladies were over there, and we were just mowing the lawn. And he was like. Well, yeah, I got two gallons. Mallet, we, if, if we huff all of this, we can just come back and get more. Huff what? Gasoline. <laughs> gasoline. We weren't huffing the gasoline, but he was just saying that out loud to get a ride. I
1: run. think we've
2: all accidentally from, huffed from yeah, somebody
1: <laughs> over there. We had a kid in my high school that every study hall, study hall was two classes, so it was a huge room, and it was it mingled. So it's like freshman and sophomore. Everybody's in there, and I remember this kid every day would come in, open up a sharpie marker, big large sharpie marker, and sit with his arms crossed like he was taking a nap. Right with that underneath his nose, sniff the sharp, and you could just it just reeked through the whole room. (laughs) Like who's coloring
2: in here? I just now the president of the united states yeah right right right
0: i just got didn't they used to have markers do you have markers when you were a kid that actually were supposed to smell like stuff yeah, lime the, the and the cherry, cherry and yeah yes yeah, so yeah those just like,
3: back when scratch and sniff uh you know, the stickers were out there it's kind of about the same time there i still smell so was, feel was, like, was, like i smell smelled. those
2: those pens sometimes it's like starter like cherry yeah just well, starter really huffing. yes <laughs> what's the end game of starter yeah. huffing well, butate. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Butate. So anyway, back to it. Michael Big huffing Faye. again. Mr.
0: Fay made himself unavailable. Did you actually get find out where he
2: lived? I got as close as uh, St. Louis in the mid two thousands, and I just couldn't track him any after that anywhere. Somebody even knows if he's alive. Well, and, and something like that. You know, he also could have changed his name. He could have. You know, it's a pretty common name too. It was just without getting a private investigator, which was a little more than the podcast warranted. I think. Yeah. So. Fay basically comes back and he's you know he runs into some legal trouble with the huffing with uh, he does a, he has a hit skip in Florida. Uh the comedian on the show, he moves to Florida, which is funny. He says, "It's America's second chance state," yeah, which, is a, which yeah. is a great line.
1: I was mowing my lawn when I heard that. I started laughing. <laughs> well,
2: I started thinking like all my friends or clients that have gotten divorced, who next time I catch up with them, they're, you know, yeah. so they get in trouble, they get out, whatever. Uh next thing you know, they're down in Florida every yeah, time. Yeah.
0: So um, you get this Ohio versus the world concept, and I can't believe how much it's taken. You know what else I can't believe is that you keep coming up with stories to fit They're the good bill. Ones. They're good ones. So it's either Ohio is that great, or you're that creative, or maybe a little bit of both, I guess.
2: I, I think it's just Ohio has so many elements of the south. Of It was the original western state. You know, It was the state where all the settlers went. It was the California of its day in the, 18, in the 1800s um, before the gold rush. And it has this, you know, this sensibility of almost, you know, the Western Reserve in Cleveland, uh, a lot of Northeastern people who moved in. And then you have all the people from the South, whether it's the Great Migration in the early 20th century. Um, it has all those elements of the nation in one state of, you know, 11 million people. So it has the history and it has kind of the, you know, the large number of different ethnic groups and people and experiences that you can pull these stories from. That, that It's really an American history show. Where we just try to use an Ohio person. There's as, a lot of Ohio yeah. in American exactly. history. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah.
3: whenever you first brought up that you were talking about the presidents, I got excited. To be honest with you, I was like, I didn't see those. Well, we got I, yeah, I, we, we, got I, one, I, we got one I, guy excited about the there. president. I was like, because I was like, there's a lot of presidents that came from Ohio. You can there's, make an episode. There's, there's a that lot that, of though. changes that came through.
2: That'll probably be 2020. It looks like the winner of 2020 will do the presidents. It'll be season four. We're through two seasons. Next season, we're doing another same season where we have, you know, 15 different shows, 15 different guests. Oh, you already have them planned. We have some of them planned, yeah. yeah. Um, any, we, any teasers you can drop? I feel, t-
0: again, sort of inadequate here.
2: No, I, I'm a big fan of the show. Like I said, you guys are this is good it. stuff. And it's not just stuff that I like it, obviously, because I'm a lawyer. And so I can always learn a thing or two from from Steve or from Jeff. Um but it's just good stuff. I mean, you got a little cliffhanger here with him. I'm still waiting to see what happens with. Him. Now he's alive because he's sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah, <All right. laughs> so that kind of there's a little bit of a. Well, spoiler he didn't get caned, uh, and season- I did
1: learn in your show that the caning with the caner. As yeah, What, a three-month
2: training? There, yeah, there was at least a 90-day training period. To, to be a caner. That, that blew my guest's mind. He's like, what do you, you, know, what do you learn on day 88 that yeah. you <laughs> couldn't have learned on day two? Um, but there's almost, a lot that goes into yeah. it
1: because you, you had done some research on it. So there was something about I the had. breathing and watching people and making sure that basically that it stung and it you was want, as most painful as you can be. It's a
2: really competitive business within itself, the, the caning business in Singapore. So in that, you want to be the person who... Gets the most jobs. I think it's kind of like you know you get paid more. Also, it's, it's crazy. crazy right? You want to, you want to deliver the most punishment. This is a, a country that really believes Man. in corporal punishment and law and order and deterrence through you know state state violence.
0: Did you say? Did did you get into how often they actually use the death penalty?
2: It's hard. I mean, it's always hard to that'd be a hard stat to even find here in in the U.S. To, to determine with all the states. But just for an example, they had executed four non-Singapore residents th- in 1994. So he was caned in May of 94. By May, they'd already executed four non-Singapore residents for drug dealing. Wow. wow. Um, that and that crazy. could be as simple as somebody making, making a run at, and getting caught at a port, getting caught at an airport. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And then they, they never see the light of day again. Wow. All right, and so their justice system moves quickly, very quickly. If you're
0: getting your feet wet and just starting
2: to deal drugs, mm-hmm. Don't
0: do it in Singapore. Don't start I in would Singapore. stay
2: out of Asia in general. I, I, yeah, basically, Asia. After I saw, heard your
1: podcast, I did not want to come anywhere near Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just with the – you guys had a long dialogue, and I think you had to get your comedian back on track because he was running with the gum. Yeah. Because you can't chew gum. You can't even possess gum in Singapore, right?
2: You're not supposed to chew or possess gum. Um, those laws have lightened a little bit. Some, I saw
1: you could get a prescription for it because I did well, some research some after. there's
2: some medicinal gums out there, but the biggest penalty is <laughs> for Medis- gum, gum. – is, is again, almost for gum dealers, gum uh, people who yeah. – People who sell gum—that's where you can. Really that's get where the comic trouble. ran with it because like, chewing gum is like a it's like a jaywalking ticket. You know, it's up to a hundred and fifty dollar fine. It's just like a minor misdemeanor, um, but it's, it was on the books, and I wasn't able to confirm that it's been taken off the books. I just don't think it's being enforced like it was in nineteen ninety four.
1: Man, that's crazy. I, I saw a lot of things. I read a list of them, like uh, not flushing after you take a shit
2: yeah at a public uh, at a public restroom that's yep. correct that's definitely prompted that. by, by at least a thousand bucks my favorite was um and we talked about it on on the show um, is peeing in a public elevator that singapore had put a bunch of money into this elevator urine detection technology where it would smell <laughs> the urine in a public elevator and it, again in theory i've never seen how it works i did try to youtube some of the companies the doors would shut and lock and you would be locked in there until the police arrived
0: that's awesome so Isn't that crazy my dog could do
2: that yeah I that my dog but would think
0: be. about what you did as a
1: kid if you knew that if you did drank under the age of 21 that you're gonna get caned yeah probably wouldn't do it if you saw a couple people getting caned wouldn't stop me I mean the, the, I the, the comic the comic <laughs> it puts through. it the yeah. comic puts it great because when you hear somebody's gonna be caned initially you're like you start laughing, you're like, cane, what the heck? And then he's like and then you know, Newsweek or whatever put out this
2: video that yes. showed people actually getting caned
1: and you're like, holy yeah, it's crap. bad. It is bad. Yeah.
2: Um, so Faye is what we argue on the show is that maybe he didn't even do it. I try to take kind of a lawyer angle. No one ever really looked into that. We all just assumed. it was all about the punishment. That's yep. the name of that episode, Ohio versus Punishment.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure he had due process, and he was read his rights. He and really had was an an not. Attorney he was not, Jeff. I'm glad yeah. that <laughs> you mentioned that. Um,
2: but he was held for nine days when he was originally arrested. He's pulled out of school based on the arrest of a fellow classmate. They basically rounded up all the troublemakers at the Singapore American School. Um, two days he's held. His mother's not allowed to come see him. Nine days in total. Uh, no attorney for the first four or five days. He's interrogated. He's slapped. He's held in these cold rooms. Um, one of his other fellow classmates had their eardrum ruptured by, by uh, wow. a slap from one of the guards. And at the end of those nine days, he comes out ready to plead to two charges of vandalism and two charges of basically criminal mischief is what we would call it. Um, he alleged the whole time that, that he never did anything um, except for have some road signs that another student had given him. The son of a Swedish diplomat who had moved back to Sweden had some signs Singapore signs that he gave to him. That's all they found when they when they you know, went to the house.
0: So there's no concrete evidence. There's this mystery confession and a mystery snitch.
2: Yes, the Clinton
0: endured something similar. Clinton saved him some some strikes.
2: Well, I mean, think uh, about well that. Come down, down there,
3: Singapore. Come <laughs> yeah. down there, Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> I, off. I got some people I can introduce you to. That's, 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 that's better they're than right, your Connor. Right, oh, yeah. well, he did it, Bill. You know, I like them cigars, nice and tangy. <laughs> we go down there, Singapore. The I got some boys going to roll them up for us.
2: Um, unfortunately, he gets the president of the United States. Someone asks the president at a press conference, "You know, if you heard about this Ohio kid who's going to be caned?" And he's just very earnestly looks at the camera. He, he's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll look into it." Three or four days later, he comes out. White House makes a statement that this is an extreme punishment that they're going to, you know, appeal to the president of singapore immediately that they believe he should be released immediately they don't think that he was given any due process um so he's got the weight of the president of the united states and the state department um and the united states media honestly from the new york times to even you know the the date <coughs> daily news editorials supporting him um and singapore had a lot of pressure on them to to do something uh now the the flip side of that is here in america A vast majority of people including in Dayton wanted to see this kid caned I remember thinking that was crazy I remember that I remember thinking that that I was fine with him being caned for some reason Um, and and we go into the show about really the crime rates and the issues uh, of frustration uh, you know in the the country about the high crime rates that led to Michael Fay honestly having a 60 65% of Americans wanting to see him caned
0: here's here's where I hate to talk about here's here's the deal. This is what pisses me off. And I've been accused of being too liberal. I've been accused of being too conservative. And and frankly, people don't really know where I fall. But I do know this, is that if we wanted to really have a crime free society, it's not that difficult to do. The only thing in the way of that right now is that pesky little 10 amendments, 10 amendments that we call a Bill of Rights, right? So people want to get rid of all the guns. Great, easy. Just give the government authority to go take them all and they can have them. You wanna get rid of all crime? Start killing people for everything or executing people for everything. The problem is it doesn't work. At the end of the day, it doesn't work. You get a kid here who maybe was guilty, maybe he wasn't. So forget about the punishment for a second. There's no way to be secure in the fact that he actually did it. And if we're gonna do that, so the same people who want to take guns would probably take offense to the government Saying you're not allowed to have an abortion either, right? I mean, these are the things that we grapple with in our country that uh, people hate, but we're free. Yeah, you want you want to not be free? Great, give the government all the power, and you end up like Singapore. All right, that's my soapbox. In
2: pocket. Singapore, you know, in Singapore would argue that we are one of the most vibrant economies of the country. we we trade with them. We're the, uh, yeah. the U.S. is 11th leading trading partner, and we only have six or seven million residents because we do things a certain way. Um, you know, one of the things they also don't have speaking of amendments, they don't have an amendment, you know, speaking to cruel and unusual punishment. It just doesn't exist there. And
1: they didn't. You
2: speak on the show about the Geneva Accord. They didn't sign they it. They just didn't sign it, correct. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, and, and our country is guilty of, of similar, uh, you know, not signing international agreements it doesn't necessarily agree with. But the Geneva one is one that is almost completely universally signed by every yeah. single country in the and world. And they won't
0: do it. So it's a. Yeah. It's an it's an interesting thing. You get a major, you get a lot of people in our country saying, "Yeah, Cain, a little bastard. And he did it. And we might as well. That'd be awesome, man. <laughs> I mean, if somebody, you know, let's get him. It's like it's like when I got whacked in uh, the hallway in seventh grade for having a little cheat sheet. You know, it's like just yeah, the, it hurt like a mother. The detailing
1: the caning was what it was just like. It yeah, just we, I did a lot of doctors research on, caning. on like reviving it. Oh yeah,
2: so they have doctors on hand when you're getting Kane Jefferson reminded me of all the research I did, but the doctor is not there to make sure that Michael Fay is okay. He's there simply to make sure that this person doesn't pass out. He has and to endure they, it. If they pass out, they have to revive them. So Does it start lot, over? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I think you just I think they're able to keep count. Yeah. Um but that's the point of the doctor and then he puts a little, you know, antiseptic on you there when it's over. And oh. you
1: said that there was like a coach there too. That was like, "Hey Michael, you got your last well, one coming." Well, I think that was
2: just for Michael Fay like they brought in like oh. a like a support like a cheerleader like, yeah. three left, Michael, you can do it." um which was weird and then Faye. i always thought this is one of the weirdest things in in recent american history is this huge story he's in jail for he's sentenced to four months in jail he does about three months of it he's caned at about with maybe about another 30 days in jail left he shakes the hand of his caner after the thing's over um so said
1: that's all you got
2: yeah good job, <laughs> good
1: job. come on man. And he said
2: he was all right within a few days there was scarring there was a lot of bleeding um, but Man. he's able to sit down, and, and, and I guess he's okay other than the traumatic you know, stuff yeah. that he went through that, that did seem to have an effect on his life.
1: I think the best part that I took from the show, and this is when I burst out laughing, was you were talking about there's three people you can't – or three situations where you can't cane. The first one is – I'm trying to remember. The first one is – Men over uh, 50. Men over 50. Women. Women. And I like the third one the most. That's why I'm Yeah,
2: it seems a little silly. You can't cane someone who's already uh, facing a death sentence. So you can't, like, pre-cane them <laughs> yeah. like, you know, before you die. Like, you're that
0: taking be, 10 canes, and then you die. Too far. <laughs> that's too cruel and unusual punishment. No, I, don't, I love that. We're not going to, you know, you're going to die. We're not going to cane
2: you. And, we're and, just going to kill you. You gum dealer, malicious dealer. I, a lot of stuff I read was pro-Singapore, from the Singaporean angle. Um, and just, you know, I always like to play devil's advocate, and you guys do that on this show. Um, you know, they look, they say, you know, the United States has the death penalty. Is that not cruel and unusual? Um, they say, look at the crime in your in your streets in New York, especially at the time. Chicago, their president would actually come out and say those types of things about America. Um, and they really never came to an agreement. The only agreement Clinton was able to get was to reduce his caning strokes from six down to four.
0: Well, and that's just it. Everybody says it's like, well, England is doing this or Australia is doing this or some other country is doing this. You know, and look how it works for them. It's like they don't—they're not as free as we are. I don't care what they say; they don't get to just do whatever they want like we do. And there's a price yeah. for that. There's a, risk is a price of freedom. That's—that's that's just it. And uh, I don't want to be like England. I want to be the United States.
1: Yeah. And you talk
0: hey, about in the boy. show, there was a couple. <laughs> there right, was a couple you ride your bike.
3: I have lost some of my freedoms.
0: Yeah. By, there we go. By, Let's by, talk about by this.
3: By my choices, and those are some of the the largest. I, I've said it before. What hurt me most was when I heard the United States of
2: America versus Jared Polinsky. Yeah, that was a really powerful moment on the show. I thought,
3: and it was a power. It, it, it's it's it was there, and I just boy, I, I, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, you know. Uh, I lost a lot of rights, and there's things that I can only stand on the sideline for anymore.
0: You can't go shooting, right? I, so
3: I can't go shooting. That's, those aren't even the biggest. I mean, I live in a small village that we have, you know, we're going to be a city now, though. Johnstown's, you know, we got a population up. It's going to be a city. Uh, I, I could never fully work with the committees. I yeah. can never run, you know. And I don't know that I was, but I'm not, but I, I still, I, I I, I go to council meetings. I sit on the board. I know my neighbors. I, I know the other business people. We all really get along, and sometimes suggestions are made to me that they forget because yeah. i'll tell them I'm like oh i can't mm-hmm. do that they're mm-hmm. like no yeah. you could do it yeah and it's i'm perfect, like perfect. and i'm like no i i really i really, can't, I really, do really can't
1: do it well you got to look at a glass half full because what you can do is take a dump on a toilet not flush it, and chew a piece of gum
0: <laughs> right. that's saying, exactly man? right so <laughs> but the, it, and that's just the point. but
3: i would still <laughs> rather have my rights taken from me that that are that small because my day to day, I came out of this. I, I, I run a business. I get to walk down the streets. One of an employee of mine, Louis, comes to me and he requests a couple weeks off. He's been saving up. He wants to go on vacation. He's going on vacation. I said, Where are you going? Singapore. Egypt. Yeah. Ooh. He's like, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm going to Egypt. Man, I don't And I said, You're going to Egypt, Louis? He's like, Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a friend. We're going to go back. We're going to visit some of his family. I said, uh, Have you seen a globe? <laughs> and this was this was last summer. I said, Do you know how close you are to like Syria? It's just right, right up the road there, right there. He goes for three weeks, and he and he goes over. He goes now. His parents are are from uh, Italy. They're the fr- first off the boat. It's not like his third generation. So he goes back to Italy. He has traveled. He he goes around. He goes and visits his family. He goes there and he tells me he's like, you know, I I almost got arrested the first day. I was like, what's this for? Well. They go meet up with the family. They're not—I mean—they're in a house, but it doesn't have plumbing where they're staying. He wakes up. He's like, "It is hot. As you can all get out, and I needed something to drink, and he couldn't. He just wanted water. So he goes to leave. Now he said he hears he, it, was a, it was a bustling area. All kinds of people were around. Then there's nobody out on the streets, and he hears something going on in a loudspeaker. <laughs> he, he doesn't realize what's going on. So now he's walking down the street like, maybe I can buy a bottle of water. It was probably pretty early then. And uh, so next thing he knows, he says, somebody sitting in the hut starts pointing at him <laughs> and going crazy. And he comes out the front door, and he's yelling. He doesn't speak Arabic, doesn't know they're yelling. <sighs> next thing he you know, he's grabbed by two police officers. They take him. He's on his knees, hands behind his back. He, they're yelling at him. He can't talk. Somebody else comes out of a hut that does speak English. It was prayer time, and Uh, he he was not allowed out of the house. He is not allowed, and he was not praying. uh, And so they pull him aside, and as he goes through the whole story, they let him. They walked him back to where he was staying to scold whoever let him leave the house, and then he continually got scolded as well. uh, for but he was say, like, I didn't know. He was like, yeah. we had just got to Africa. I wake up, I am yeah. thirsty. How do you say? That's cotton? a real shame. <laughs> I
2: mean, Egypt's economy was just based since the you know the turn of the last century on tourism. They've taken such a hit because people like us don't want to go there, um, and that's a real shame because that is one of the you know. <laughs> he richest showed me photos history.
3: though. It's it's, it's amazing. I What do you get for a there. dollar? Yeah. He went. He I think it was three dollars. He went on a, snor- uh, a scuba diving. He got the gear, got lunch, got out on the boat, got photographs, three dollars. He was yep. like, "Everything's a buck." He said, "Their dollar." He was like, "So everything's a nickel." So I was like, wow. "So if I, if you, if you need to run, you got to go, and you got a bag of money, Egypt. and it's only twenty five thousand, gets you a long way."
0: Twenty five? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like I get you a long way, except you're not allowed to do anything. <laughs> yeah, when no. you get
1: there. You...
3: No, and that was what he, as he would come back and he would tell me stories about how the women would have to leave with a note saying where they are living, where they are going, when they will be back from their husbands. So if they wanted to leave, they had to go out of the note. He went to a wedding, which he said was very weird, because it was all men. And and he showed me photos. And dry weddings in general are weird. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: it's like, there's no booze at this wedding? (laughs) But
3: he was going to Egypt, and I was like, have you ever heard of Wyoming? It's it's like, I'm just gonna tell you it is Jackson Earl. hole is nice you, should, you yeah. should
1: check it out it'd be cheaper too Well, no well maybe not but it's a shorter trip no
0: I had a client I had some clients one time they were Russians and uh, they lived over here and they started businesses or did whatever and uh, I, over the course of representing uh, I got vodka. to talking to them really good guys I mean really nice guys. And he made this comment, and it was profound enough, or at least the point he was making was profound enough that I haven't forgotten. And he just he just kept talking about how awesome America is. He goes, you you Americans, you don't understand how good you have it. You don't get yeah. it. You complain about this, and you complain about that. But he just didn't. Yeah. He's like, you guys have it awesome. He goes, you want to start a business? Start a business. You want to go make a million dollars? He goes, you want to make a million dollars? I said, sure. He goes, well, why don't you go do it? And he had done that, right? I mean, it's like they started businesses and did that. They hustled Using the the hard knocks lessons they learned, yeah. getting their asses kicked at home by the government, by the people, by the corruption, by yeah. everything else, came over here and now they're millionaires. And it's like we have all the opportunity to do everything and we want to complain about somebody doing something else to us that uh, is, is, to, to others, My like fo- like those guys, foolish, right? You guys are just, you just thought we were babies, whiny babies. Yeah. Hmm.
3: My father always told me, he said, this is America. You can do whatever you want to do. You really can. And you really can't. He did. He's an old farm boy from North Dakota that ended up flying million-dollar pieces of equipment. You know, and he brought himself up. He did it all. Him and his whole family did. I've seen where they were from, the land that time forgot. If you go to North Dakota, to me, it looks just like it did in 1978, in 1985, in 1995. Everything looks the same. (laughs) And they moved out. I wasn't born there. I wasn't born in Ohio. I was born in southern Missouri. Uh, we'd go to North Dakota on family trips. When we moved to Ohio, my dad uh, got a contract. to work for Petroleum Helicopters. Uh, they got, for OSU, contracted SkyMet. It was their first med- uh, medevac they had here. And I guess that was 1988, 87. And we were live in Missouri. He came up here to work, and he would be on and off work. And then we moved here. Well, that contract ran out, and they moved to Kentucky because my dad started flying for UK. I never wanted to move to Ohio. When I found we were moving to Ohio, I was like, "Where is Ohio?" (laughs) I was like, "Well, for one, it was north of the Mason-Dixon, and I wasn't. My family wasn't from the South, but I was born and I was raised, and I saw this, and I was like, I couldn't believe we were moving up here. I stayed." Everybody else moved. I ended up staying right here. I've, I found that there is a work ethic in Ohio that is very, very strong. And there's, there's a – people overlook – I never knew what Ohio was. But you overlook it, and there is, there's a lot here. They, I mean, your show can start from the beginning before it was Ohio, and it was <clears throat> the West. Yeah, yeah. Because people ask, why did the Midwest – look at a map. Midwest is North Dakota. Just It's like, well, no, we are the Midwest because there was no West. Yeah. You know, this was the move over. This was the, the territory that they had to go through. You know, from Tecumseh that they have here down to the yeah, Indian you nations,
1: on they go too.
0: through all have that. you read, those, you read uh, Alan Eckert?
2: you a historian? Yeah, we read, 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 read uh, what was it? Like the Long Bloody River. or the, Well, I'm uh, trying to think of his actual Tecumseh book that we read. Alan Eckert He's doesn't have a Tecumseh book that's episode. less than like 800 pages. Oh, it's work. It. Yeah, yeah, it,
0: it is. Yeah. is it's, uh, yeah, it's real work. The, the our
2: Tecumseh episode this season was uh, Ohio versus the White Man. Um, is one of our most listened to top five episodes by far i, I was kind of surprised not that it, I thought it was really fascinating to learn about you know kind of the his struggles and it 's really more of an eighteenth century episode uh he 's killed in eighteen thirteen um but i couldn 't believe the the response we got on that some of our other you know we have a war about the or an episode about the war in eighteen twelve my wife and I always make fun mm-hmm. of it. It's like by far the most boring, it's a sailing episode. It's about the battle of Lake Erie yeah. on Putin bay with, with Commodore Perry. And I got done with it and I thought this is like so boring. I've <laughs> I've got to put it out and people almost unanimously when they come up to me and I'll ask them, what's one of your favorite episodes? It's like, Oh, the war of 1812 that, that Put-in-Bay one is just really? incredible. Like, I haven't listened to that one yet. It's like one of the first ones we ever did, but people loved it. So I don't really D-Ber- know what episodes people are going to dig. Um, and, you know, we did one on the Mafia, the Cleveland yeah, Mafia. That, I listened that, to that one. That one I knew would be really popular, yeah. and it was. Um, and then some of the other ones I've done that I thought, I did one on old-timey baseball, Ohio versus baseball. I had four different baseball mm-hmm. historians. We talked about all these incredible, you know, baseball moments from the really early baseball in, in Ohio's. Um,
0: yeah, we had the Red Stockings first first pro team, right?
2: Yeah, they are. And, yeah. we, you know, we talked about the, we did the Black Sox scandal because they were playing the Reds. Um, and a lot of that stuff happened in Cincinnati, and that one really didn't get very much traction. Hmm. So when I was done with that one, I was so proud of it, and I was like, "This is this awesome. Is be a killer." And then like everyone's yeah. like, "Eh, we don't care." No, I mean, yeah. Ohio. I just don't think people care about baseball anymore. Uh, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. v- do, Ohio V the Murder Man. That's the one I like. The two-parter. We do. Uh, you probably have we some do insight tr- into that. Yeah, we do. Some, we do a true crime episode, a two-part true crime it's episode awesome. every season. So we did one with about Sam, um, Sam Shepard. Yeah. Uh, the fugitive, those murders, um, and we actually met with the prosecutor, uh, Bill Mason, who's the head prosecutor in Cuyahoga County, who had tried the civil case. There was a third trial of of Sam Shepard brought by his son for wrongful imprisonment, basically. He he lost. And he lost to Bill Mason, who we interview on the show. Um, This year, we did an episode on Christy Mullins, who was a uh, teenager in Clintonville in the 1970s. Remember that? who was murdered behind Graceland Shopping Center. I do
0: remember that. Yeah, I know that. I remember hearing about that we, case.
2: And uh, we interviewed an author, um, a New York City author, who went to Ohio State, and it happened while he was at Ohio State. He wrote a book about it, and in the process of him writing the book, he actually solves this 45-year cold case in 2015. Columbus police come out and say, you know, they have the family there, and they apologize and say, you were right. This guy was the real killer. Um who of course had just died. They couldn't charge him or anything like that, yeah. which was you know a real letdown to the family. Um, but those episodes, the murder episodes, people of my wife and I call it murder porn, uh, informative sure. murder porn. Sure, a, people if, love it. They just love it. it. I mean, there's entire channels dedicated to it. Um, and those episodes always seem to kill. So we're always looking for a good true crime. The murder uh, Ohio episodes episode. kill.
0: It's, you just can't leave that alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: the murder episodes are killing. I like it. it. You know what I like? You know, Alex, you're a lawyer. And uh, what I like about what you're doing on your podcast is it's not really lawyerly.
2: Yeah, it's not.
0: It's like When we started doing this, I was like, who wants to hear a bunch of lawyers yapping?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, you guys fall in the same boat. I wouldn't call this show, even though it's called uh, Lawyer Talk. Right, yeah, right. we do some lawyer, but...
0: Uh, yeah, we definitely... I mean, I, 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 I
2: like lawyers. those episodes because I'm a lawyer, yeah. but... I wouldn't say your show's lawyerly either. I, I hope not. We, tried not. <laughs> we tried I to try to not. We try to it. I mean, yeah. the,
0: the goal is is not to make it lawyerly, but it is interesting. I mean, look, I I, I was a historian. and I love.
2: You're a College of uh, Worcester grad like myself, right?
0: Yeah, College of Worcester. Uh, see, what do you do at Worcester if you can't do math? Mm-hmm. You like to party. Yeah. You don't Study until the last minute. No, this is mm-hmm. right. this is. History. I think
2: we have the exact same experience in history. Wayne County. Yeah. yeah.
0: History. You do. You become yeah. a history major. But uh, now, what's cool about law is that it sort of is like the—it's like this little river that winds through society at all times, and you can almost take any topic and tie it to something in the legal profession without sounding like a lawyer, which is I think right. sort of cool.
2: We are doing a one lawyerly episode next season. I know you asked about some previous—we're doing an episode. Um, with an Ohio State professor that, that's been on the show before. And actually, our friend John Say is also going to be on the show. Great. Uh, and we're talking about Clarence Darrow. And it's going to be called Ohio oh, yeah. versus Lawyering. Oh, nice,
0: um, Clarence Darrow. Yeah, and
2: he's you know regarded as the, uh, America's greatest lawyer.
0: Was it you that didn't know who that was, Jeff? Guy? Do said I have to that, out you? He said that name. I, I was
3: here, and I, I was. I have no idea. Clarence Darrow's
2: been mentioned on the show. No, no we had a conversation. Uh, okay, we were talking.
1: He said, "I was." I don't remember. I was doing a hearing or something. You're like, just tell him. You said made some reference. Gold, to Clarence Goldstein Darrow
2: looked at both of us like you
3: guys
1: don't know. <laughs> I, you're not the lawyer, like, so I'm the I one would. that's got egg on my face, but. Did he
2: ever work in Ohio? He's from Ohio. Uh, Is that right? I and didn't he, know that. he lived here as a lawyer, probably for the first 12, 13 years. He was a lawyer. Wow, I didn't know. Uh, that. In Northeast Ohio, an area, a little town called Kinsman, um, and right. he decides to move to Chicago, and that's where he really makes his name. He's a fascinating dude. Lives forever. Mm-hmm. All of, a lot of his bigger national trials, Scopes Monkey Trial, for example, um, are all when he's much uh, older in age, in the twenties and the thirties. Um, he lives in, in Ohio really up until the, the late uh, 19th century. Um, but he was just a crazy, I mean, he, he was a sexual deviant. He was a party guy. Wow. He lived a really, um, almost like a 60s American lifestyle in the 1910s, even before wow. the 20s when that kind of bohemian lifestyle was, was, uh, was uh. seen in cities like New York and Chicago. He was, he was out there. He really was a crazy guy. Um, all about the ladies and all about just taking huge cases.
0: Yeah, um, no, and, and he took on causes in this way that yeah.
2: uh, that
0: people just don't do anymore, right? I mean, it, 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 like he would—he did a lot of work with labor. He did a lot of work. A lot, a lot of, work of work
2: with labor, yeah. uh, a lot of work with, you know, obviously evolution's a pretty big topic to yeah. handle. Uh, he did a lot of work for um, for civil rights in the 20s. There, there yeah. was uh, basically a family in, in, in Detroit Um, This very famous case, I want to say it's the Smalls case, um, where they moved into a somewhat white neighborhood and basically people were outside protesting, throwing rocks through their windows, um, you know, threatening them. This is day after day. The police aren't really doing anything. And eventually some they thought they were being shot at. The African-Americans had moved in. You know, he had his brother with him and his cousin. Uh, They shot out the window and actually shot one of the protesters Wounded a police officer, and Darrow took that case, and it's a fascinating case. That's a classic Darrow. Wow.
0: And you know, it's interesting. His closing arguments
2: would last hours. Yeah, and sometimes days.
0: And it, it's like he just had this flow, like different chapters he would cover. I, I read there's a biography, right? Man, I can't I disagree it. with that more. It I don't is, like that strategy.
1: He would just start. But
0: you have to glazing. understand the, the interesting point of this. Now, here we're talking about lawyer, sort of lawyerly, but there in that day, in the, the book time. that I read, in that time. Entertainment wasn't on your phone. There you go. It wasn't on TV. Short it attention span. It wasn't even really on the radio yet. It was about going to court. They
3: mm-hmm. would go watch hangings like
0: they watched the canings. That's right. <laughs> they were not. They, they, they. It, it was it was different.
2: Well, I mean, you had the newspaper, and you had, you you know, and literally you had things that involved the city, whether it was politics or the law. There were people would be in the galleries. Now we only see in the galleries defendants. Yeah. Um, you know what I don't even see anymore. How long have you been practicing law? This will be my 10th year practicing here in Columbus, active right. criminal defense for 10 years. All right, So 10 years ago, we were
0: still in the old, old courthouse, right? I think we were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I you, oh, we wait. started about the same time, Alex. And you couldn't – there was a time when I first started practicing law that there was probably eight – somewhere between three and eight full-time – professional court watchers Mm -hmm. that would follow trials around. And we got to get chummy with them, right? They would say, Oh, Steve, you trying anything? I was like, no, next week up in seven, whatever. We'll be in, Oh, we'll be there. They would, they would know and watch. I don't see that anywhere. I don't see that at all. I don't see it anywhere. Like nobody's got any attention span to do anything other than stare at phones and watch TV. It's different. And listen,
2: I'm always in court looking at my phone too. So I, I, I'm guilty. I'm so guilty. Yeah. (laughs) I ran into somebody a couple days ago. Um, so it's what a, beer are you going to pair with your Clarence
1: Darrow episode? That's you know, a great. Right?
2: What's a good legal? I don't know a good legal beer.
1: So this is you. You know, maybe not know this. So every episode he has, he pairs a beer with the episode. A, an oh,
2: Ohio uh, beer. We try to find an Ohio beer that which you've done awesome.
1: So what did I listen ties to ties to the theme? There's yeah. so
2: many Ohio beers now. Like so, yeah. when I first started doing, it, I was like, well, we'll do it for the first season or two, and 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 that'll be it. Um, but I work with a lot of breweries. I represent a lot of restaurants, bars, wineries that do liquor laws. Kind of the other half of what I do. Uh, around the state so we work with a lot of these breweries and i know how popular they are with people now some people say well why i'm usually having a beer if i'm doing one of these recordings so why not try to promote an ohio beer we screwed up today we gave you water yeah i was yeah. what's up with that but you get to take to bring... that
1: plastic cup with you i am gonna take that plastic. that's, yeah, my that's for the guests man um but so it's yeah. been awesome because you've done like i remember you did um the Wright Brothers with Michael Albritton, yeah, the prosecutor, yeah. Um, who's a wealth of knowledge. Just really knew a
2: startling amount about yeah, Wright Yeah, he's, he's a super smart guy.
1: <laughs> and you paired, paired Warp Wing. So Warp Wing is a brewery around here,
2: which is so you
1: can see the yeah, connection. Day, Dayton Brewery. And then I listened to uh, the Irish one that uh, – what was that one? Um, uh,
2: that was the Mafia one.
1: Yeah, the Mafia one. And you paired the, the Irish Ale with that one.
2: Yeah, Conway's Irish yeah. Ale, which is – yeah. That's uh, the Conway's are the family that owns Great Lakes Brewing Company. So I don't know any beers around here that might be attorney-like. We can th- th- think about, about up it. Up there's there's got to be something out there.
1: But there's always that cool connection. What did you do for Michael Fay? I can't remember.
2: Um, we were just drinking. We were at the Short North Stage, and next door, Brew Dog had just moved in. Uh. Uh, oh, so right. we hadn't talked right. about Brew Dog. They are right yeah. next door, and they had a bar. I got them that liquor license at that theater many years ago, and we were drinking brew dog, so we just had it there on stage, go. so that's what we did. Yeah. And I drink a lot of the brew dog, I think it's pretty good.
1: A dog will bite you on the ass and so will that cane, buddy boy. Yeah,
2: it was. There it was.
1: there's the connection.
2: People liked uh, people liked the, the live episode. I was a little worried about it and didn't think it turned out. I didn't know how it turned I out. I
0: thought it sounded great.
2: You guys do nothing but live episodes. So Is
0: this considered live what we're doing? Oh yeah. For well, sure. I mean there's there's no script.
2: Well, okay. mean? I mean yeah.
0: this is all we do.
3: When I walked in I wasn't sure and Jeff told me not to talk.
1: That's why I usually until like until to do it. on the mic. Like, I don't want to say some stuff that's hours and like, later, oh, just get on here. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I texted Jeff this week. I was like, do you want me to send you guys an outline or anything or just say anything we want to talk about? He's like, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you
0: think about that? I mean, you, again, you think that you've listened and you like it. You know, it's like I've never listened to podcasts until now. Yeah. And here we are just bantering about nothing. And this well, is the kind of podcast I listen to. Yeah, I mean, I, other than and new
2: I'll years. be able to. And I'm looking forward to promoting this because we are done for our season. So this is kind of like a yeah. new Ohio season Beaver world two. episode for us. So um, we'll definitely promote this out there. I like it. I've been on a lot of other shows um, to promote the show, and, and normally we go in with not a whole big plan. Uh, a show I'm on sometimes called Whiskey Business is another local Whiskey show business. hosted by uh, Dino Tripodis. Um, who would be oh, a great guy I'll to have, have to on the show? Out. He's a really cool dude. Is it alcohol based? Um, it's kind of. It's a show. What's he say? It's a show not so much about whiskey, but with whiskey. With whiskey. So he has people right. on. He's a comedian. He's a host of uh, the morning show on Sunny Ninety Five for gosh, oh, okay. twenty years. That's how I know. Uh, that. Dino and Stacy, I think, yeah. is who hosts it. Um, but he he always has me on to do the history stuff, and and he doesn't really have much of a, a I like script. Him. I, like I do him the same already. thing. I will send him an outline, and he'll be like. Like, did you look at it? And be like, nope, and we're And we're
1: live. Well, we got the food guy in the room. We got to ask some questions of you for that, I think, too, because you're Sicilian. Yes, so, I am.
2: I am Sicilian is, is the part of me that I identify with the most other go. than, you know, I'm 25% Dutch or something like that. It doesn't really do much for me. I found out
1: the other day I was 2%
2: Jewish. Nice. So I immediately ran and told Ben Luffman.
0: <laughs> how do
2: you <laughs> determine your
1: 2%? How, yeah, how, did, mom. how did you get that? My mom spit into one of those okay. tubes, and I think it said she was 4%, that's, so I just did the math. You. That's not you. I know, but I'm, no, I'm the offspring. No, Can no, I cut that, it in half?
3: My mother didn't believe those. I have a, a well, cousins I have a cousins problem. that are twins. My mom was like, those things don't work because they were twins, and they spit in, and they came back with a different profile. I was like, no, just they weren't identical twins or anything like that, but… They just inherited more from one side and, and more from you another can, side. You can get
2: your dog's DNA done for about 80 bucks. I saw My wife didn't want to do it. She mentioned it as a possibility, and I I was flat I'm, I'm
1: weirded out by you saying your wife because I always hear Miss
2: Ohio V. Yeah, the Miss world. Ohio V. The World. I don't know if she appreciates the that world. or not. Yeah. <laughs> me I tried she, to get me, her one mention. Me and but
1: knows. I saw. You I saw, did it? What's yeah, it? we did it. You did it? What'd they say? Well,
3: I'm, I'm Russian and, and German. You're so Russian? I was say Russian. And that's when my mother, she was like this. She was like, well, yours is right. Hanging it around. Hanging she, it around. She, she doesn't believe it. She's like, you're just spitting in there, giving them $80, and they're going to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> and was, there's a guy, wait, this is a white guy, so we can't say African American. Let's say uh, Dutch,
2: uh, <laughs> Russian. That's yeah. the biggest yeah. box
3: yeah. is race, though. All right. Yeah. We have an anvil. My dad has an old anvil that's from the family that came from Russia to Iowa to North Dakota to, to Ohio. And I borrowed it. And he said, Jared, this wasn't too long ago. I was, I was building a bike, and I needed it to, to do some iron work. He was like, you know, I've forgiven you for a lot of things.
2: You screw up this anvil. <laughs> he said, if
3: something happens to that, I will not <laughs> forgive you. How do you screw up an anvil? Well, you leave it to me or my brother Just and we'll find
1: like, a way. Like, like selling it.
3: Does or, that like have legitimate
2: is. concerns that they can My it. mind like,
1: immediately goes to the Roadrunner. So yeah. I hate it, and
3: I'm, I'm carrying this. Lost so a few I pick it up, and I use two arms to cradle it, and I'm moving it around. And I start going through it, and I'm looking at it, and I realize that at one point in time there was a family that was moving, and they had to pick out what was important. <laughs> what do we need? Yeah. And this was a piece. And at the weight of that I started thinking, I was like, so somebody carried this.
2: Yeah. That's cool.
3: From from, from Russia to a boat oh. to a to to, to to Ox carriage to go to North Dakota. Which I don't know why they left Russia. They could have stayed. If they went to North Dakota, it's the same thing. And this
0: <laughs> whole and, <it's cold> <laughs> and it's it's Russian it's, history is fascinating
1: awful. stuff.
2: I, I took a lot of that at. Wilson. We gotta was get Joe Russian Edwards in here. Joe Edwards has got all the
1: Russian history. Does him? he? Yeah.
2: I'm have got to find a way to to, to an Ohio versus, uh, you know, the Soviet Dra- Ivan Drago. Yeah, I v might Drago. have just
0: the guy for that for you. We'll talk. All
2: right. No. Nice, yeah. Nice, for nice, sure. Nice. Definitely. So, we'll so talk.
1: what's uh, so you had fa- uh, on your Facebook, which they should all follow. Yeah. Uh, Ohio, Ohio Be the world, be the world. On, on Facebook.
2: Facebook. On is we just started a Twitter page this weekend. I haven't actually so you're, really, like, you're, actually you're tried to... Well, I have, like, I've done, like, three tweets, and my wife said I did them all wrong. <laughs> and so I, I'm I, going to...
0: How do you mistweet?
2: I don't know. I just, like, didn't I, I link I think we something. talked about that. Yeah, I think uh, we did. Yeah, we did off, <laughs> off, off, <laughs> off the air. Yeah. Um, so that's at Ohio v the World, which was available, which was nice. Um. I but, don't love the social media stuff, but it's just, I mean, how else do you reach people?
1: Well, you had that question about Italian restaurants in Ohio, which sure. is cool, because you could always ask stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Um. So... What's your number one Italian restaurant in Ohio? I mean, if I'm just getting bang for my buck, best Italian restaurant, I would say Mama Santa's in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, in I've never Little, been Italy. there.
1: Um, Mama Santa's.
2: Like Santa's I say on the show, some of the best Italian food I've ever had is just in random mini malls in Youngstown. I mean, some of the stuff I went, they have up there is incredible. I just ate at the MVR in downtown Youngstown a couple weeks ago. We take a trip up there for a bocce tournament. Um, bocce but, ball. Part of the Columbus Italian. Italian. There's no, there's no alcohol with that. What about in Columbus? So, what do you guys Italian wise? What do you? Guys, what do you, eat? I, you know, um, I don't know. Do you know a good Italian place? Look, oh, he's. Just, I like, love. He's got, I he's love a, he's a, Berwick like, Manor. Does an amazing job with with their Italian. Jared's freaking out over here. Well, I'm freaking out because I know
3: them and I know their names. This 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 is head trauma. You guys gotta remember, I have head trauma and I have problems with names. I do. Give me a part of it, town. It's, well, it's it's the old playa. Oh, oh go, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, a, yeah, a, I go there all the time. And now it's... And now it's just, just stop talking for a second. Because <laughs> I have to say it like I'm... Just, I have to say the last uh, name the old like I'm are, old uh, with my uh, fake Italian address. Pasc- Pisc- Pascolonis. Pascalone's. Now, Pascalone's. my wife cleans the Pascolonis house. My wife, she has oh, a cleaning okay. company. And one of their houses, uh, she cleans. And I, my father's birthday, we went there, do family style food. That's and, a mini mall spot. And that, that right there, I used to go when it was just La Playa's, when it was the family part. And you go in there, and this is remember my shut 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 up and eat it. Yeah, that was it there too. You could come in on certain nights, and it was like I've got this or this, you know. Yeah, you get then that, and that yeah. that's, what and you get. that's what you get. They still
2: do like a menu and, that maybe only has five or six things. Oh, yeah, fantastic restaurant it's <laughs> <only has> Good call. <laughs> that's that's it. it it's, it's best it's for authentic best. Italian here in Columbus, which is tough. It's tough to get. He did the stuffed sausage. Oh yeah, with this
3: that was just. It was out of this world It's tough source. to get really good
2: ethnic food in Columbus, I've found. Columbus has just been it's sanitized. Too, it's too And it's too new. Like, yeah. you go to Cleveland, you go to, obviously, you know, cities on the East Coast have, they all have an Italian, you know, little Italy. Yeah. Um, they all have, you know, up in little Eastern European villages, you know, a Slavic village in, in Cleveland has some good food. Um, and you just don't have that in Columbus. So sometimes you do have to leave the city. You have it in Ohio. Uh, but sometimes you don't have it in Columbus. So Pascalones is a fantastic. But, but
3: there's something about going in there too, because of its age and how long it's oh, been yeah. there. And it's, its an old Italian clients. place. It's
2: an old Italian. The place.
3: old clients that were there. You know, you go. You go right down the road. Is 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 where? Where's the concert hall or bag? Uh, the concert hall. Right down with the whole area. The continent. Um, yeah, well, I used to live in the continent. in nice. the 90s. Nice. That's, that's the only time <laughs> and, you Should
2: have lived in that. Well, I moved. This I, I, was, I, was, there, there, I was there. I was there at a good time. Pascalones is basically. Cleveland in two seventy, Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, south of two seventy, yeah, one sixty
3: one Cleveland Avenue, yeah, is where it's uh, based at, yep. uh, where the Bowling Palace is, uh, and it's it's right now uh, it's it's getting it's a rough area,
0: but it's a rough area. It
1: seems like the hole in the wall Italian places are the way to be. It is. I mean, it's not like an OG, you know, the OG. Yeah, what's the OG? Olive Garden beef. Oh, okay, oh. sorry,
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> the Garden. I
2: think, but uh, I went to we got never-ending soup. I'll have that. That
1: Zupa Toscana. I'm not gonna hate on that, man. I'll suck a little of that down. I went to a, a wedding in Cleveland uh, a while back, and I think I think in my life this was the first time I ever had real homemade pasta that was fresh.
2: That, that's what I like about Mama's. And stuff. as it soon as you, you as soon
1: as you taste like that, it, too. there's nothing like like when you go and cook pasta at home, even if it's al dente, perfectly cooked. It's like there's something about that pasta. Now go place. to Mama
2: Santa's in Cleveland, Ohio, and just order the spaghetti and meatballs to go. It's seven ninety-five, and it's just thick, homemade noodles, and it's incredible. Because
1: my wife and I both went to this wedding, and I remember we were – and these are friends of ours – but we were almost kind of looking at each other going in there. Like, this looks like like an old pizza hut that just doesn't look that nice, but <laughs> it was packed outside. And we get in there, and they put this pasta plate in front of me, and I mean it. And I'm like, this is the best pasta I've ever, I've yeah, ever tasted. Homemade. And so what we did, and the groom was laughing – He's like, you know, we've got we're you know, we're serving a bunch of people here. He's like, You want to take some back to the hotel? I was like, I want to take two back to the hotel. You know what I mean? So my wife and I, like ten o'clock at night after the wedding, are literally sucking down cold pasta that's still good. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's an experience, so I'll have to check that place. Yeah,
2: out. homie, but Mama Santos is the name of it.
1: Mama Santos. Mama Santos. All right. Did you hear that noise? Yeah, what is that? I got an email. Oh, okay. <laughs> got an email. Yeah. I put my phone on
2: airplane mode. That's that's my oh, that's, here, the, right that's right? a professional podcaster for you.
0: <laughs> now we are we are in the process of building the 511 production studio.
2: Yes, it's exciting news. Down
0: in the basement. See, Soon can, enough, we're going to put these cameras. It's going to be. We are going to be gonna do, on the air. So you can see air. it on YouTube. That's a good idea. Yeah, we're going to. Can you imagine gonna, the hits
1: we would have if they could see Alex I'd see the back of my head right now? Be well, no, no. no. See, we
0: got cameras for everybody. Okay. Yeah, the, one the one the everybody's going to be. It's going to be like Joe Rogan
2: experience. So then you'll and then you'll put that show on YouTube. That's something I'm doing this summer. Yeah, is putting our shows on just onto YouTube um,
0: as audio. You, you, film, as you just
2: audio with you know with clips, basically, you know with five or six rotating clips. That yeah, kind of zoom in, zoom out. Yeah, sure. Kind of a PBS type without, yeah. but doing as little work as possible. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. a hobby.
1: Um, well, that's the problem. But it becomes addicting, doesn't it?
2: it? It's fun to do. I but I'm on a break now. And I'll tell you what. You know, we do seasons. And we just the live show last week with the Michael Fay episodes, the last one, so I'm off until basically September, October, and that's a nice feeling. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and and congratulations, get, by the way, too, because would you get top? We were the, ten. No, podcasts? we were third. We were voted third best uh, podcast in Central Ohio. We didn't Ottawa. even get invited.
1: I don't think we were. Well, it's Columbus Alive,
2: then. I think. Right? Yeah, but third's enough to get in the paper. They have to mention you and how much of the yeah. vote you got. So that was nice. And
1: you can you closed it off. You're the last one, right?
2: Like the uh, last one of the day at the festival. We we closed out the festival, but we also closed out on Mother's Day. We didn't have a ton of people there. Uh. Um, which was fine. It's really more about the number of people that are going to listen to the show, anyways. On, you know, I was IT, amazed that it was
1: live because if you didn't mention it was live, it didn't sound that different. No, they, than they did other a good episodes. job And the
2: crowd. The very small but loud crowd it sounded like a lot more people were you there. You could here hear in the yeah. episode. Yeah, it was
1: almost had like at times a little bit of an echo too. Like you're really speaking to an
2: audience. It was you know fun. I mean? It was fun yeah. to do a live show. We're going to try and do that once a year. I'm going to definitely. You guys got to get in on next year's podcast fest. Oh, I uh, think we should. For I, I had an idea for a live show for these guys. Yeah, on their DUI 360. We oh, need yeah. to get
3: participating pay, paid in bars. We'll yeah. set
1: up outside, and we'll have the checkpoint. Nobody steal this, by the way. See, it's, this it's is ours. We're yeah, putting a patent on it the, right now.
3: Well, three sixty after hours.
1: Yeah, we're, I, you know what I'm going to do? If somebody tries to steal this, somebody tries to steal this, I'm going to go take that anvil. So, I'm but, not going to destroy but, it. I'm going to hide
2: it. But maybe but somebody, somebody I'm send your uncle out
3: wants to him. go out and be the responsible drinker. They're going to drink responsibly. I'll tell you what I used to do for my firm is
2: I would go to festivals. Would invite me, and I don't know we'll why I stopped doing it. Just because I guess I got not enough time. I used to go breath test, you know, with a PBT. Go breath That's test. That's what we talked the, about doing in community. So I got like a little table. I got a little booth with signs and people. And then you would give them the score on a, on a business card. Um, and people loved it. The problem was it seemed to have the opposite effect of deterring drinking. It would seem to. Oh,
0: I can drink more and still be okay. Or or just
2: people would be like, "How high can how, I get?" How can it? I blow it? Um, well, they I old slapsy maxies. They used to have it. You
3: could put seventy five cents in it. Take a straw. Yeah, they have those Oh, the they old straw machine. Yeah. Now yeah. those right there, I never New really bought those. I was always like, but you, I wouldn't put your faith on a seventy-five cent machine. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't Hanging trust the, the PBT, let alone the, yes. something with a little clown <laughs> on it. You yeah. yeah. had a
0: couple zeros. You're paying a lawyer later, yeah. right? <laughs> no, that's. Um,
1: I think that's a great idea, though. No, that's it. But right? I get it. I, you, you know, you're kind of you're so, walking a fine line. Yeah, you can't just.
0: We're not even going to – so what we can do with that, though, it's like we talk about and you talk about field sobriety tests, we get to actually demonstrate it with live action role-playing. Yes. LARPing.
2: Yeah. LARPing. Well, the other thing is
3: they Uh,
1: no longer – people can no longer say, well, I don't understand the instructions because we're – you, they're, they're coming out, and we're going to tell them the instructions. Right. Tell right. them exactly. I don't think the
2: what H, the HGN is so boring, even as a lawyer. Um, even though that's where a lot of times that's where you can make your headway. But if you're doing a video, you're going to be focusing on that one leg stand and the oh yeah, and the walk for and sure. turn. Kind of walk and turn. Yeah, I'd yeah. cut the HGN out. Well, we're, it's going to be six out of six clues, anyways, right?
0: We got a lot. We got a lot more to do. With. We got a lot more to do with you too. I hope. And I. And by the way, I do have the idea. The Soviets, uh, versus, Ohio versus the Soviets. I got a guy for you. Um, you're, Ohio, you're, you're Ohio kind of versus the Soviets. So you're going to love them. So we'll talk more. Well, we got plenty of Russian imperial stouts to pick from. In, <laughs> and that'll be an easy Ohio. You yeah. Just drink
1: vodka the whole yeah. time. Screw it. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, all right. Well, we we probably have to wrap up a lawyer talk off
1: yeah. the record. Alex, Good why on. don't you? uh what's give, your, give us your, your one minute? How can we? How, how can they find you?
2: How can they find Ohio v the World podcast? Yeah, just I mean Ohio v the World. Ohio versus the World works as well. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, you know, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts, um, just look us up or look up Ohio History.
1: It's great. You'd be dumb not to. Good stuff.
2: All right.
0: Lawyer talk off the record. Thanks, Jens. On the air
1: until now. Good day.